0: Welcome to the Mommy's Tell All podcast. This is Carly coming at you from finally back in the States. I landed last night to some of like, I would say, the craziest news I've ever received. Normally, when you receive news of someone's birth, they say, hey, I just had a baby. And there's like this cute, sweet picture of a mom holding a baby in a hospital or a birth center And you're so excited because everybody's smiling and happy and healthy. No, you guys, I got these texts that they were pictures, but it was Jade holding a baby with a paramedic and her mom in a closet, which happens to be her master bedroom closet with white carpet and white walls and beautifully organized. And she said, I had my baby in an hour in my house, in my closet. And you guys, I've only gotten bits and pieces of this story myself. And no, we're not going to be sharing that story with you today, unfortunately. But we will be sharing it soon when mommy and baby get some relaxation, some rest, and some beautiful mommy and baby bonding time. But this episode today has been previously recorded on the day that Jade's water broke. Just hours before her water broke, you guys, just hours before Jade's water broke, and an hour later, she went into labor and had her child in a closet. This was recorded. So I just need you to think about that while Jade and Tanner are talking that this was just literally moments before baby Tolbert had entered the world. So happy listening. Oh my gosh, you guys, Baby Tolbert is here. This is so exciting. And I will be talking to you again next week. Bye.
1: This is Jade. This is Carly. And this is Mommy's Tell All. Hey guys, this is Jade and my special guest today on Mommy's Tell All. Carly's on her baby moon, so I have Tanner in the house.
2: Co-host. What up?
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's uh, co-hosting with me this week, and we are just kind of doing a fun podcast just about life as a couple, like, and we had you guys ask us some questions, and we're going to answer them.
2: Yeah, Jade must have been really hard up for guests and co-hosts this week. She probably went down like a long list, and I was the only person left and available, so you guys got me. Let's go.
1: You, I mean, you would have, w- would you say no to me?
2: Do I have a choice?
1: No, that's what I'm
2: saying. (laughs)
1: You're my guaranteed guest. Here we are. Yeah, but if you guys have been following along on Instagram this week, you guys know that we are on baby watch.
2: Yes, we are what, 38 weeks pregnant?
1: 38 weeks on Saturday. wow,
2: yes, we're past 38 weeks. Emmy came at 36, so Jade is officially the most pregnant she has ever been by a couple of weeks now. Yeah. And she is trying to get this baby out. It seems well, like.
1: everybody who's been listening knows our debacle that Ashley and Jared are getting married in August and you and I are both in the wedding party and that I really want to be there. And so it's like this right now is the sweet spot where I could have a healthy baby and still be able to make it to the wedding. But the time is ticking.
2: And baby is nested in there very and he's
1: very cozy and it makes makes me sad in a way although i do know that like his timing will be perfect and it'll just everything will be exactly the way it's supposed to be
2: but jade has been googling like old wives tales on how to you know get that baby out so we've been trying a few things
1: so i did some nipple stimulation we did do the deed
2: Yeah, Jade let me touch her for the first time in months. (laughs) That is how bad she wants to have this baby now. She she stooped that low to be like, fine, let's go do it.
1: No, so for people, I don't know. Maybe I haven't shared this as much about my pregnancy journey, but I have been feeling like I could have this baby for a long time, so I was scared to have sex because I didn't want that. Like, you know, if we had sex at like 32 weeks, I didn't want the baby to come at 32 weeks. So. uh,
2: Is having sex, is that supposed to help? I'm stupid when it comes to this stuff.
1: So it's the orgasm of a woman because that releases oxytocin, which can trigger labor. And then it's the seam, something in the semen. There's like a, I don't know, there's like an enzyme or something and sperm that can help trigger labor.
2: Orgasm plus sperm equals baby, apparently.
1: Well, but we try, I mean, maybe we just need to try again.
2: Did I not do the job, Jade?
1: No. Did you I, fake it? No, I definitely, no, I definitely, sorry people, but I definitely came. <laughs> and it wasn't as scary as I thought. I thought it was going to be scary. I thought it was going to like hurt and it was actually enjoyable. So I, we could do it again and see if that gets things going. But. Um, so yeah, we tried that. And what? then Ashley and Jared came down.
2: Yeah, we had a sleepover with our friends and they brought a salad, which is a weird you know so thing to bring to a sleepover but apparently the salad induces labor what's it it was called like the what's it called
1: uh just the labor
2: salad the labor I salad. yeah
1: so yeah so one of um our facebook group members who was on the podcast uh she had told me about this labor salad i told ashley about it and ashley was like oh my gosh because she knew that i had to be 37 weeks on the 20th and so she was like after that, she's like, it's game on. I'm going to bring you this salad. Yeah
2: she, yeah, she wanted you at the wedding. So she's bringing the salad. So they brought it down. And I ate the salad. And still no baby. Still no baby. So, so we're 0 for 2 Yeah. On, on on remedies.
1: But we'll see what happens. Like I said, like I'm coming to terms with the fact that it's probably not going to happen.
2: We're on his time.
1: Yeah. And he's doing good in there. So I should be proud of my body. Yeah. And I should be proud of him. I'm proud of you, baby.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Good job, baby. Um, Are you scared to have a bigger baby this time? Because probably now that we're past the point when Emmy came, this baby's probably going to be quite a bit bigger.
1: He probably will be bigger. I mean, my belly's way bigger. Um, Everybody says the second labor or the second delivery is easier because your body's been through it before, right? And things stretched out. You know, yeah. It's
2: like when you run a mile, you know, that first mile is a real bitch. <laughs> but, you know, that second mile, you know, you, as, as you start doing it in practice, it gets easier. Yeah, your easier. body's yeah. conditioned. I get it. I yeah.
1: Get it. So I am, but I'm not at the same time. Like, I try not to let myself go there and, like, get scared because I love birth. And I think it's amazing. And I really want to enjoy my experience. So
2: let's just, let's play devil's advocate here. Let's say the baby goes 40 weeks and it's going to be, you know, a nine and a half pound mm-hmm. baby. What percentage chance do you think you give yourself to not do an epidural, to stay going natural? Are you a hundred percent? Are you 90%? Or, no, I'm like 100. 100. Yeah. yeah. So if I'm in that room and you're like, this is too much, we got to, we got to do it. Just be like, no, honey. You're 100 percent doing it this way. You, there's no yeah. Sa- there's don't no let safe, me. There's no safe word. Yeah. There's no Plan B. We're just we're doing it no matter what.
1: Yeah. Don't let me.
2: Alright. I just want to know what to do in that room. I'm I'm gonna be deer in headlights. Not life, that right I'm
1: saying, because lots of women try to like go unmedicated and then they end up having an epidural. Oh, and yeah. There's nothing if wrong with that. I this, just
2: if this baby was coming out of me, oh, I'd I'd take two epidurals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you would. Yeah. You totally would. Oh my gosh. And you'd be still screaming. I feel, um, no, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just my personal, like, ch- it's just like a weird, like competitive thing or challenge to myself that I want to still stick by what, like I want it. Cause I want to feel, I want to feel everything. Like we've yeah. talked about this before. Right, I love, m-
2: you're only going to have a X amount of kids. And yeah. Feel it, huh? I
1: love that feeling. Even if it is like, you're crazy. I know. But I do. I love that feeling even if it is like painful. I just love the bonding experience that only me and my child are experiencing sure. together. I get that. And so that's for me, I I don't think I would say I would feel like a failure, but I pr- honestly, if I'm honest with myself, I probably would feel like I failed if I took the epidural. And it wouldn't change my obviously like my birth experience or like my love for my child or anything. Like that's obviously or that my sense of as a woman but I would I don't know it would just it would change I don't know I guess I don't know yeah you don't know it would just make me feel disappointed because I wouldn't know what that felt like because I felt that experience with Emmy and I really want that again so I would just feel disappointed that I didn't get to feel it
2: well power to your sister I I would be the opposite Glad it's you,
1: <laughs> And a lot of people feel the way you feel, so I'm kind of the weirdo. All right, probably. But no, for I'm, sure. I'm more
2: excited for this birth, just because last time it happened so early, and I wasn't quite mentally prepared. It happened in the middle of the night. I didn't get any sleep, and I felt like I was just kind of like a deer in a headlights, and it was a blur, because it happened so quickly. So like this time, I feel like I'm going to enjoy it a little bit more, really be able to take it in and just feel a little bit more present so I'm actually looking forward to this go around
1: even if it happens in the middle of the night like last yeah. time
2: could, just because I won't be as like shell shocked I think just because I've seen it all before I've been down there before <laughs> I I know what to expect a little bit so I won't be just like glazed over just saying yes to whatever the doctors nurse midwives tell me um I'll just be even a little more, more present and be able to hang out yeah easy for the dad easy day
1: yeah. Well, and this time though, my so my mom's in town. Yep. So she's trying to be here for the birth. And so Yeah, she- both
2: both grandmas will be at the hospital.
1: Yeah. So I think our plan is unless it takes forever, but Emmy was born in 7 hours and they always say that well, they're telling me that usually the second baby's labor is even shorter. So our plan is to have Emmy.
2: This one's just going to slip right out then, huh?
1: I'm just going to sneeze and he's going to baby, s- bam. Slip and slide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: one minute he's not here next he is
1: <laughs> but emmy's gonna be at the birth center with your mom right. and probably my mom although i wouldn't mind my mom being in the room for some of the labor so then my and then my mom will be there and she can help take care of me well
2: do you need your mama i
1: kind of want my mommy this time
2: see so are, are you gonna be there for emmy assuming she h- decides to if have she wants someday. me to
1: it's such a personal choice like i ca- i liked that it was just me and you with emerson's well, birth
2: that better be a long long time from now let's not talk about
1: <laughs> that <laughs> yeah who knows what the future of birth will be like when it, emmy's having babies
2: probably pretty similar you think so people have been given birth since cavemen
1: yeah but the hospitals and birth centers and everything yeah. has changed so much yeah but
2: people still have babies at home sometimes that's we're just, well, we're just yeah. animals lots of people have babies yeah. at home yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it'll be fun we're, we're countdown be- the bag is packed bag is in the car we're gonna be ready countdown is on by the so, time by the time this podcast even airs there could be a baby here that's who knows? true
1: because we have a few days between when we're recording this and when it airs yeah. who knows what's gonna happen
2: yeah but we uh we, we went through some names boy names are harder than girl names let me tell you So we did a little sweet 16 bracket of our favorite 16 names, and did it give us any clarity? Maybe? I don't know. Boy names are hard. We've got like a, we've narrowed it down to like four names, I think. So we're going to wait to see his face when he comes out, kind of get a vibe of what he looks like and just see if a name sticks. But who knows? This kid might not be named for like a week (laughs) if we can't figure it out.
1: He'll just be baby.
2: A boy has no name.
1: (laughs) Good one. A boy has no name. Maybe he will be a badass, then that'd be cool.
2: Game of Thrones reference for you listeners.
1: Tanner, I know this is gonna like rock your world, but rock the, it, baby. The 2019 FabFitFun fall box is now on pre sale. Oh
2: my god, I just fell down. <laughs> so excited.
1: <laughs> We've been getting FabFitFun boxes for years now, for four years yeah. now. And, uh, I honestly do love when they come in because they're full size products in the boxes and you're not just getting little samples. You're actually getting to experience yeah.
2: the box. They honestly do get better and better every, every time, time. Mm-hmm.
1: they really do. And it's a lifestyle subscription box. It's not just a beauty box. So it has full size, premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home, and tech products sent straight to your doorstep each season they take the hassle out of shopping by doing it for you. Each box is customized to your specific interests, and they deliver the seasonal must-haves you need. So what's nice is now they let you customize the box. So you're getting things that you know you're going to like every single product.
2: Even I like them.
1: Even Tanner likes them. Tanner loves the face masks. Tell me how much you love the face oh, masks. Oh, yeah.
2: I would take one every night. You of really Jade would. would. Yeah.
1: But he makes me put them on oh, him. Oh, yeah.
2: That's, I want to feel like I'm in a spa.
1: Yeah. The fall box is the perfect way to treat yourself or others and get ready for autumn with their carefully curated box of products. This box has everything you need for your best fall yet. Save money on quality full-size products today because these deals do not last long.
2: Nope, they sure don't.
1: Also, the best part is it retails for $49.99 but always has a value of more than $200.
2: Those are some serious savings.
1: That's insane. If you use our coupon code MOMMYS, you get $10 off your first box. So but that makes, wait, there's more. That makes it $39.99. Wow. So go to fabfitfun.com and use our code mommies for $10 off. That's www.fabfitfun.com. Use our code mommies for $10 off.
2: Hey, Jade, when you're done uh, feeding that baby and playing with Emmy and changing those diapers, why don't you go to the store and get dinner for me?
1: That sounds terrible. Last thing I want to do, thank God we have HelloFresh, right?
2: Oh my goodness, lifesaver.
1: HelloFresh, you guys, is home-cooked meals made simple. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality, regardless of your comfort in the kitchen.
2: Even I can do it. Which
1: even means, yeah, Tanner can join me and cut those veggies. From step-by-step recipes to pre-measured ingredients, you'll have everything you need to get a wow-worthy dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes, which means you get more time with your family. All that quality time we were talking about. Exactly. Say goodbye to endless grocery store trips and takeout food. HelloFresh has you covered. Break out of your dinner rut with their 17 seasonal chef-curated recipes each week, There's something for everyone, even the picky eaters in your family. Like Like me.
2: Like my husband. I'm the pickiest eater, guys, and I even love HelloFresh. All the meals are good.
1: It is exciting when you open up the box and you get to see what they sent you. It's like Christmas morning, yeah. It kind of is. Yeah. Of just healthy vegetables and fruits and meats and all sorts of things. They even have calorie smart and Vegetarian and a fun menu series like Hall of Fame and Kraft Burgers hello fresh is also flexible and fits your lifestyle so you can add extra meals to your weekly order as well as yummy sides like garlic bread and cookie dough <laughs> <laughs> it's a game changer easily change your delivery days food preferences and skip a week whenever you need you guys this is such a good deal for 80 dollars off your first month of hello fresh go to hellofresh.com slash mommy's 80 and enter mommy's 80 that's HelloFresh.com, mommy's 80 and enter mommy's 80 for $80 off your first month of HelloFresh.
2: $80 off, OMG. What are we doing today? We got a and a Is that what you told me when I said yes to this podcast? We're going to have a and a from our listeners, your listeners? Mm-hmm. What are, what's the first question?
1: There's lots of questions here. Huh. Hit me. Are you prepared for this? I guess. I mean, we can just jump right into this one, although I feel like every time we have our husbands on the podcast, people ask about this. About what? About sex.
2: Is that all I S-E-S. am to you? Yes. To, to you people? Every <laughs> time I'm on here, it's just those types of questions. I am a deep man. <laughs> uh, there's more to me <laughs> than this.
1: Is that like, um, is that meant to be like, did you choose to say the word deep? <laughs> huh uh-huh. Um, my brain isn't working so I was like what am I trying to say here I couldn't even even remember my phone number today um so Tanner how is sex with pregnancy um like they want to know I guess from a man's perspective
2: it's definitely a little weird especially this time we just did it because your belly was very large and it's very in between us so it kind of reminds you like did you ever go to a dance in middle school when, like, you're supposed to stay <laughs> a certain amount of, apart from your dance partner and, like, teacher puts a balloon to, in between you to make sure you guys don't touch? It kind of feels like that. There's, like, a big belly balloon there, and it kind of prohibits you from doing some things, but that's okay. But it's still nice. I mean, there's, the female body is still beautiful, even when there's a nice baby in the belly. Uh, it's just a little different. It's a little bit more of like a sweet, sensual thing than like a get but after it kind of thing.
1: <laughs> I feel like this pregnancy too, like you've you've been more attracted to me pregnant.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Well, probably just because you haven't let me touch you for like two months. So <laughs> I was just like so horned up and ready to roll.
1: Oh, that's the only reason? Eh, maybe. No. Okay. So does it feel different?
2: Like down there? No. Yeah. No. No? Not really. It's the same. I couldn't tell any difference.
1: Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good to know. That's like, I think that's something like as a woman, we feel a little bit like self-conscious about with pregnancy is like what it feels like maybe for our, our, our significant other.
2: Feels the same.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, next question, Tanner. This one is a very controversial issue, but we are going to talk about this. So... Someone wants to know, what do you think of circumcision? I know this is a very controversial issue, but what are your thoughts? And to be honest, you guys, like if we have a third child, I just hope to God she's a girl.
2: So we don't have to have. So we don't have to have
1: this conversation again because it's been an ongoing. We've been civil about it. It's been an ongoing conversation in our family, in our household.
2: And again, we're going to preface this by saying no matter which side of the fence you're on, that's okay. Everyone has preferences for their for their families, but Jade and I are on opposite sides of that fence. Um, she wants to leave it all natural, and I would like to have him circumcised, and we've been both pretty staunch on that. Given the fact that I am a guy, I'd like to say that I would know a little bit more of what my preferences are but maybe that maybe i'm being old school maybe it's just because since i am i don't know if that's tmi if i if i am i want my (laughs) son to be as well just because i feel like that's comfortable for me if you know we we will be the same not that i plan on going around
1: we match our wings
2: out all the time but (laughs) but i don't know it's just it's just something that i've never even thought about as a as a male that is circumcised i've never been like huh, I wish I wasn't circumcised. Like that's a thought that's never even crossed my mind. I've been completely satisfied with my parents' decision and I want the same for my son.
1: Right, which I totally understand. Like I get like your point of view and why you feel the way you feel. But also at the same time for me, it's like they talk about if you like start getting into the research and everything about the risks or complications, which are slim, but also just about like bodily autonomy and how it's not my body and I'm making a choice sure. for someone else's body and also it's just terrifies me that I'm choosing which I know I mean I don't want to this isn't me judging people who choose to do it because we are 90 percent sure we're going through with this it's just like feels to me like I'm harming my baby and that like emotionally gets me sure. going
2: I get that that, that makes sense. You don't. You want to leave things as they are. Normally, I'm like that as well. Um, I don't know, but it just it's easier to keep clean. I don't think later in life he'll ever, ki- you know, want to n- have it not done.
1: But so, what about a male who is intact, as they call it? Okay. What makes you think that he's gonna wish he had a different? I don't know.
2: I guess in my train of thought, and again, I have no idea because I've never been in, in those shoes. But let's say I am intact, and mm-hmm. let's say I was being intimate with a girl at some point in my life, and if I felt that she thought it was weird just because she had never been with someone that was like that before, would I be self-conscious about it?
1: Then you don't want to be with that person. Then that's well, not the right person sure, for you, right? but
2: it's just something that I don't want to have to ever put, make him think about. Like, I've never thought about that.
1: Is it that, or is it like locker room, shower, gym, like getting made fun of that makes you...
2: Um, no, I mean, I didn't think about it that way, but sure. Oh. All of the above.
1: See, I thought it was like being different from your peers, but it, it's you're worried more about uh, his sexual a, experiences.
2: If a, if, yeah, kind of. Is that bad? No,
1: I'm just. Yeah,
2: it's less about my peers. Like I don't know, most guys aren't are fairly just private and mind of their own business. You keep your eyes on the road when you're in the locker room. That's just kind of a rule. You don't really look around. I didn't but, know. Yeah, being intimate with a female later or male later in life. If I was intact, I would be a little self-conscious, just worrying if my partner thought it was unusual or that they hadn't been with people like that before or whatever. And again, maybe that's changing because more and more people, less and less people are getting circumcised again.
1: Right. Worldwide, I think, which is different because it's not, that's worldwide. I don't know the American statistic, but it's 50% are circumcised. 50% are left intact. So that's a pretty huge number. Yeah,
2: which is different than probably our generation.
1: You, probably. I don't know the number yeah. for that, but
2: I don't know. I've just never had, a, never thought about it, never wished I. But had they,
1: they say, my say that it's supposed <laughs> to be even more sexually pleasurable for a man to have the foreskin, and if you don't know how to take care of it, then you're just gross. A like,
2: lot of boys are gross.
1: That's true, but.
2: I don't know I'd like to just
1: if you're doing it with if you're like having sexual encounters I feel like you'd be I mean we take care of our bodies
2: not everyone we-
1: <laughs> 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 I guess <laughs> but we have two little flaps down there that we have to make sure stays clean too I mean it can get crusty I don't know all right, next, right question. next question
2: next <laughs> question
1: Is this getting uncomfortable now that I'm talking about female genitalia? Next question.
2: Next question.
1: So one of the things that Tanner and I do love doing together is traveling. And one of my favorite trips we went on was to St. Lucia when Emmy was like four and a half months old. And do you remember that video that I made of me and Emmy on the couch? And it was like to that Jack Johnson song. Yes. I turned that video into a photo and it's in black and white and it's of her like holding, like holding my chin up and looking me in the eyes. Oh yeah. That
2: was a real nice photo. It's yeah. one of
1: my favorite photos ever. And why I are you telling me this? Cause I sent it in to paintyourlife.com and they gave me an original painting by a world-class artist all done by hand from the photo. Wait, so
2: you can take a photo, you send it to these people, and then they have a real artist paint it?
1: Hand paint it. Okay. And they send it back to you, and it's gorgeous, and I'm thinking it should go in the hallway on oh, that yeah. wall.
2: Yeah, that w- that is cool, actually, because honestly, in today's world, all of our photos are on our phone or digital. It's I feel like we never print them out or have anything to put around the house anymore, so this would be great for that.
1: Yeah, and it also makes like a truly meaningful gift for somebody yeah, yeah. to have a hand painted painting of a photo that means something to them. And the best thing is, is like people think what a great idea it must be so expensive, but it's actually pretty affordable with paint your life. This is a true painting done by hand by a world-class artist. Like I said, created from your favorite photo, you choose the artists whose work you admire the most on the website and you work with them throughout the process until every detail is perfect. So there's no risk. And if you don't love the final painting, your money is refunded. It's great for decor, and it's a work of art. With Paint Your Life, you get your favorite memories transformed into a work of art that will be cherished forever. Make a truly special gift for someone you love or for yourself like I did. As of right now, as a limited-time offer, get 30% off your painting. That's right, 30% off. Three zero. And free shipping. To get this special offer, text the words... Mommy's to 484848. Four eight, four eight. That's mommy's to 484848. Four eight, four eight. Tanner, what is that?
2: Mommy's 484848. Texting now. Message and data rates apply.
1: All right, you guys, we're bringing a new segment this week. Thanks to our friends at Skura Style. Everyone has a little dirty little secret. Okay, Jade.
0: I have a dirty little
1: secret. So do we. I do. <laughs> Tanner, what have you been hiding in your
0: closet? Oh, don't look. Jade. I can't wash my hair with a cast on. So today I said, hey, Evan, I'm going to the doctor. And I did. I did go to the doctor. And then I went and got a blowout. And then I told him I would bring him lunch he said i haven't eaten all day and i said neither have i while i was currently in the process of eating a large french fry from wendy's and then i went and got chipotle and brought back chipotle and acted like i was so hungry that's my dirty little secret evan you're not listening right
1: uh even the cleanest kitchen has dirty little secrets
2: ours sometimes has too many
1: That's me. I know. This is right up your alley. It's that disgusting, soggy sponge sitting in the sink. Gross. Do I do that? Yes. Yeah. It's gross. It smells. And according to research, the average kitchen sponge can be 200,000 times dirtier than a toilet seat. It took two moms to address the hate affair people have with their kitchen sponge and start a sponge revolution.
2: Thanks, moms.
1: Tanner's new favorite thing, Scura style sponges, are made of a patented polyurethane foam and are antimicrobial so they don't smell. Thank goodness. They harbor 99.9% less E. coli than cellulose sponges, and they dry fast and keep their shape. Plus, most people keep their sponge way too long, which means germs are compounding by the minute. Tanner's worst enemy.
2: My nightmare.
1: It is. Our fade to change technology tells you when it's time to replace them so you don't even have to think about it. Scura sponges rinse clean and dry fast. They even pass a cheesy omelet test. Scura easy subscription plans mean you get sponges delivered right to your door. Go to skurastyle.com right now. Enter Mommies in the promo box and get your first month free. Just pay shipping. You can cancel any time. That's SkuraStyle.com and try the sponge seen on the Today Show that was called Life Changing. It's about to change Tanner's life. That's SkuraStyle, S-K-U-R-A, Style.com, promo code Mommies.
2: I feel happier and cleaner already.
1: Okay, this is a relationship question. I would say people's names on here, but this is from my Instagram, so I'm not pulling people's names up. But Jenny wants to know, How do you work towards getting through disagreements or unmet expectations? Hmm. This is a good one.
2: This is a good one. It is hard. Why don't you start us off, Jade? Lead us down this path, then I'll comment.
1: How do you work towards getting through disagreements? I mean, it's it's the most simple answer in the book, but the hardest one, which is just communication. Yeah. Which we're not always good at.
2: No, we aren't. And it's, it's harder now that we're around each other more probably too.
1: I think, yeah, that was another question somebody had was like, what is it like for your relationship now that we're together all the time? Right. But unmet expectations, I think are the killers of relationships, like expectations period. Mm -hmm. Because when we try to compare our partner to our expectations a lot of the times they're unrealistic and so it's hard when we have like in our head what we think somebody should be and what they really are which I think is all relationships and we all have those crossroads at times we do
2: mm-hmm.
1: so to get through them I think it's just getting through them <laughs> you know yeah, you have to
2: talk about it as adults which is hard I'm I'm guilty of not always talking about it as an adult either but I mean, for example, in our in our marriage, one thing that seems to be more of our more of a common fight is just messiness around the house. I'll say it. I am a little bit more of a neat freak, and Jade doesn't care as much and ne- neither right or wrong, and I hate to admit that because I feel like I should be right. but we are constantly struggling about cleaning up messes and things like that. and while while it's trivial to most people and it sounds small, it's just something that can kind of lead into bigger fights, and that's something that we've had a hard time with. Right. Um, letting a small fight snowball quickly into a big fight when it doesn't need to go there. So it's it's a problem for both of us because we both contribute to it in some fact.
1: Anything else you want to add?
2: No, we can touch on that other part. That the the next question about living together um more and being home together more so obviously when i when we moved up to california we decided to both work from home which means i am no longer gone 60 hours a week which changed the dynamics of our relationship big time um when you're busy and working a full-time job and home just you know one or two days a week it's easy to just make those days the fun days right because You have limited time. You've got to make the most out of your time together. So if you're going to go on a date or have an activity during the day, you plan it for that day, and it's usually fun, and you go on about your happy life. Now that we are around each other way, way more, there is way, way more time to be bored or to be unhappy with one another or to nitpick each other or to get too comfortable. I don't know. Whatever the case is, that is something that we have been dealing with in our marriage since since we moved out here. So there are so many perks. I get to be around <laughs> Emmy and get to, you know, spend so much quality time with Jade and Emmy and, you know, baby to be that we're so, so lucky. But there are a few, I don't want to call them downfalls because I think there are things that we can work on and get through, but there have been new challenges, new hurdles that have arisen because of that. It's just a
1: different season for us. And we're trying to still kind of find out how this works for us. I feel. Mm-hmm. The nitpicking, I think we both could get better at.
2: Yeah, I nitpick pretty bad. Yeah. I'm used to bossing people around at work, and now I don't have employees anymore, so I boss Jade around a little bit.
1: Well, and I also feel that... We parent for the most part pretty similar, but there are things that we do differently. And just I think it is by the way we grew up or just like the way we feel things should happen. But I feel like you nitpick me for parenting choices, but yet you don't want to go do the parenting. You want to tell me how to parent the way you like me to parent instead of letting me parent.
2: I feel like anything I say to this will not be <laughs> a good answer. No,
1: I'm just saying. No, that's what I'm just saying. I'm just, so that's just me saying how I feel about that.
2: This podcast has just turned into marriage counseling. Hey, that's okay. Yeah, I'll take I'll take that. As as long
1: as I got you on the mic, I might as well
2: (laughs) captive audience. And I've got to be nice. I know, noted. You actually have
1: to listen. (laughs) (laughs) This is really what this is. I tricked you into therapy. Yeah,
2: this isn't even going to air. This is just just (laughs) therapy. Got it. Next question:
1: Is baby number two your last?
2: Is baby number two our last? So Jade and I, had, when we first you know met, we had talked about how many kids we wanted, as I'm sure most new relationships do, and it seemed like we kind of fell between three and four for both of us. That was kind of what we had talked about envisioned in our lives. Now the fact that we have a toddler at home and Jade is nine months pregnant, we've found ourselves saying, eh, maybe two is enough. So I don't think we can give an honest answer right now just because – things are hard right now you know nine months pregnant emmy's two years old it's pretty chaotic i think once we kind of get into our next groove we might find ourselves saying hey let's let's do that again we need another baby we we're, we're ready um but i would say it's 50 50 right now if if there's a kid number three and i think that's a true true odds on it what do you what do you think jade different different opinion
1: um, I think it's it's hard for me to say right now because we don't know what it's like to have two. And obviously like if a third happened to, like if we happened to have like an unplanned pregnancy and a third came into our lives, we'd learn how to do it, you know, like people right. you just learn, you just go with the flow and you got you figure out what you got to figure out and I'm sure we would be very happy and thankful and blessed. You know, but at the same time, I'm like, I think I need a little bit more time for my body to heal and get back to its original states, <laughs> if that's possible after this baby.
2: Yeah, think about it. You've been either pregnant or breastfeeding for like two. I don't even know. Right. Long. So half,
1: then it would feel like it would two and be two and a half years. It would be back to back to back pregnancies. I feel unless I gave myself some time. But then if I gave myself some time, then we're having children at 36, 37.
2: God, I don't know. It's hard for me to say this as a guy, cause I'm not the one carrying the child, but like I, if we have a third, I would almost want to just do it soon. That way we can get like all of the kids through the diaper stage as quickly as possible. And then like get them all to the, like what, what I miss most is I want to be able to have our kids be a certain age where we can like go travel and like, they're actually functioning little humans that can do what they need to do. You know, you don't, where you don't have to, it's like, it's tough traveling with a toddler and doing like easy things like going out to dinner with a toddler. I want to get to the point where we can bring our kids and they can just sit down at a meal and eat it and not freak out about something. And maybe that doesn't happen until they're like 17 or never, (laughs) but I don't know. Maybe that's wishful thinking, but that's why I'm kind of like, Hey, if we're going to have a third, let's just do it. Let's just get through all the, the crazy screaming, crying toddler stuff as quickly as possible. That way we can enjoy the next phase of our family when all the kids are a little older. I
1: do see that as like a pro to having kids close in age, right? Like three close in age. My mom and I were talking though today in the car just about like mental health as a woman and being pregnant and how it literally is almost a whole year of your life and how long that is. And how it can kind of like affect you and so it's just thinking if I'm pregnant nursing pregnant nursing pregnant nursing I'm just kind of like somebody else's vessel for so long You're a milk cow yeah you know I'm and so it's like as much as you love your children because right. a mother's love is you
2: want a chance to like be Jade the human again
1: yeah so it's sure. like do I give myself that space and take a little bit of time off of Popping out babies, or do we just stop at two? I feel like there's no right answer because whatever happens is it's gonna happen. Yeah, and you you just like I said, you just learn to that's that's what you that's the card you've been dealt, and you've learned you learn to make the best of it because it, you are blessed. But
2: yeah, that being said, we'll probably have a third at some point, but <laughs> let's just get through the second one before we even talk about it. Next question.
1: <laughs> I love how you have to like. Wrap it up every question at the end.
2: Yeah, let me do me.
1: No, I like it. That's what I'm saying. It's cute.
2: Thanks. (laughs) I've got to get the last word in. That's right.
1: That's probably true. Okay, this one kind of talks, I mean, obviously you want kids, or you have kids now, and you like being a dad, but did you ever think that you may not want kids, or did you always see them in your future?
2: No, I personally always saw kids in my future. There was never a moment in time where I didn't think I wanted them. I I am really looking forward to the age where I can like teach them lessons in life and like coach them in sports and just like that when they're I don't know maybe five, six, seven like that that age right there is just the sweet spot for me at least I think it will be um, where it'll be just so fun and it's just something I've always wanted so no for me I've always wanted them and I'm just excited to keep growing our family next question
1: so this is a delivery room question uh oh do you get queasy or squeamish in the delivery room
2: uh no so I, obviously i can only speak from emerson's birth but i was not squeamish at all i was fine um i get very squeamish if i have to go to the doctor for any reason or get any just a little very <laughs> squeamish if i have to get any procedure done like i freak out if i have to go to the mm-hmm. dentist or if i have to go get a shot or blood drawn fun fact every time i get my blood drawn or not every time but like 75 percent of the time i get my blood drawn i faint I'm a big baby, so I do not do well with myself getting things done. So if I was giving birth, I would probably die, and yes, I would be squeamish. But when it's Jade's body and Jade's blood, no, I'm cool. I'm there. I'm just there hanging out, trying to help how I can and catch the baby, do all that fun stuff. So I'm not grossed out at all by it. So my blood is off limits. You know, other people's blood, I'm, I'm game.
1: His uh, percentage of 75% of the time he faints is inaccurate. It's like 95.
2: Uh, before the bachelor uh, or bachelorette, they like blood test everyone to make sure we're like, clean and all that. So at the finalist weekend, when there's a hundred people from the show that they're narrowing it down to, they they draw blood. So we were all in the hotel, and I had to go to like the doctor's suite, and they drew blood in there, and I passed out and like started like seizing up, like having convulsions. It's
1: not like a faint, you guys. It's not like it's like a seizure. It's not almost. like oh, I saw blood, I faint. It's like his eyes roll back, he turns white, <laughs> all his muscles and his jaw clench, everything seizes oh, yeah. up, and he starts like seizure. Real
2: sweaty in it. So I'm usually out for like 30 seconds, and I wake up, and I have no idea where I am, and I'm <laughs> freaking out.
1: It is the most bizarre yeah, thing I've Jade's, ever seen. Jade's
2: seen it, and it's, just a, it's a real problem I have. I don't know why. So
1: you would have to literally, they'd probably have to knock you out if you gave birth.
2: Oh, for sure. Is that even possible? Doctors always get freaked out when I do stuff, but no, I'll be okay with Jade. I'll I'll be there. I'll, uh, I'll rise to the occasion and try to get her through it. It's her big day. Next question.
1: Sorry, I'm like over here, like having... Braxton Hicks are you going into labor right now I have contractions that's the problem that's why we've been thinking this baby's been coming forever is because my body is definitely preparing I feel like it's I just can't like breathe through these it's like we can talk about this okay um what are your Myers-Briggs types and how do they relate to each other so I had Tanner take the Myers-Briggs test, which yeah, I pe- don't
2: remember really believing all this stuff. Jade always makes me take these it's, tests. It's
1: not like it's frou-frou. It's not like it's like pseudoscience, Tanner. Okay. They're like used. Go ahead. I worked at a hospital that made every employee take this because they wanted you to understand each other.
2: All right. Tell me, who, tell me what I am.
1: So Tanner is an ESTJ, which is like, what did we, what was, what, what did we find out? The diplomat or I don't know something. No. So Tanner is an ES tj and i am an infp which is complete opposites like we scored so you can score one way or the other and we completely scored the opposite you're the executive tanner yes this just shows this shows how different our personalities are you're the executive and i'm the dreamer i'm the mediator is what they call it i'm the idealist and you're like the teacher with the ruler like Slapping it down, laying down the law.
2: I uh, hate those people.
1: That's you. That's because you want to be the only one that's like <laughs> that. It says.
2: But yeah, I believe we're complete opposites for sure. I think that that's almost why we work in a lot of ways. Although there are little instances which make it hard. But um, no, I believe I believe that test. Then all right, maybe it's not all BS.
1: I think it makes it interesting for our relationship. But it also makes it challenging because we are such opposite sides of the spectrum of this personality test that it is hard for us to sometimes understand where the other one is coming from because sure. you literally are on Mars and I'm literally on Venus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wasn't like,
2: there a book called that?
1: Yes, that's what I'm referring to. Ah. <laughs> Our brains are so opposite. They work so completely different. All
2: right. No, it's good for a family unit, I think, in a lot of ways, because the things that maybe Jade isn't good at, I am, and the things that I'm not skilled at, Jade's a little bit more, you know, compassionate with and thinks of it in a different way. So I think as a family unit, it's it's good, but it also is tough on a one to one level sometimes just because we might she might be seeing black and I might be seeing white. When well it, when it's probably, no. when it's probably gray.
1: That's the thing. You think everything's black and white. And I think everything is a shade of gray.
2: Hmm. Okay.
1: That's, that's the difference. That's deep. <laughs> also, I want to talk about love languages because...
2: Touch, touch there's, me. There's touch
0: that, me.
1: But you took the test. So we took the test, and there's that book, The Five Love Languages, and you are an affectionate person, and you thought yours was going to be uh, touch, but it, you actually were quality time. That was your result. Yeah,
2: yeah. Why do you think that is? Do you think that's true? Because no. I, r- I really like getting touched.
1: Yes, but you don't like to return it. Okay. Maybe that's part of it. So I remember some of those questions were like, do you like to give hugs? And you don't, you're don't. you not really a huggy person. Yeah, I'm
2: not huggy. I just like to get like massaged and my head rub.
1: Yeah, you like to receive physical affection. Yes. But you don't really – you're not really like somebody who shows love themselves through physical affection. Yes. Right. So that's probably why you didn't score that.
2: So I scored more quality time. Which, I guess. Do you do you think I need quality time?
1: Yeah, which is interesting because that's what I scored.
2: Oh, so we both like quality time. So
1: maybe that's why things work.
2: Because we spend time together.
1: But But time – we spend lots of time, but how much quality time? We have
2: lots of quantity these days. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> the, maybe a little less quality. The
1: quantity of time is not the problem. It's the quality.
2: Hmm, that's probably true. Because think about it, our A lot of our time is more quantity than quality because of all the pregnancy craziness and toddler craziness. That uh, To be honest, our time has not been very quality lately.
1: Well, and a lot of those questions about um, quality time, too, were spending time with people or with people i guess with people spending time with you the way you like to spend time so it's like the way people show you love is or you the way you feel loved is by me doing something that you like
2: that that is 100 percent true and i feel like we haven't been haven't had a chance to do those types of things as much lately because your actions and activities are very prohibited not only is it are you prohibited Or are we both prohibited when we have a toddler and we live our lives on nap schedules? But now that, you know, you're pregnant, you can't do a lot of the physical activities. Like I love going, playing at the ocean or going golfing or playing like physical activities and you can't do those anymore, which probably has made it a little tough on me. So it probably has been more quantity, less quality, but that's just some, you know, that's that's the season of life and we just got to get through it.
1: But I thought it was interesting because you and I both scored
2: all right, maybe these tests aren't all BS after all.
1: <laughs> Lots of people read the five love languages and apply it to their relationship. Next
2: question. <laughs> Why are you making that face?
1: Well, it's funny because a lot of these questions, people think we don't fight. That's uh. the that's the uh, like illusion of Instagram.
2: Yeah, the perfect life on social media. Somebody
1: goes, "How does it feel having such a supportive husband? Do you guys ever fight?" <laughs>
2: i am supportive
1: <laughs> you are but you're not perfect neither am i huh. huh what about that how about that we do fight though you guys we're normal humans
2: yep it's not all instagram stories and
1: love and yeah. babies and happiness and that's right
2: that's that would get boring anyways you want a little bit of drama here and there. that
1: is one thing about you you do kind of like the
2: oh i love a good fight yeah yeah I need it. I think the drama of yeah, a like, fight. Yeah, every so often, if things are g- too happy and too good, I you know, I, I might need to stir the pot a little bit. It keeps me keeps me going. Is that is that sick.
1: <laughs> I mean, it may be a little twisted, but you're not alone. I think. I mean, we all are just dis- we're all a little dysfunctional. That's what makes us interesting. So, um,
2: next question.
1: Well, that wasn't really a question. Next I don't know. statement. How does Tanner plan to bond with his baby this time since he's not working full time?
2: Um, so I'm going to try to take more of a role, more of an active role in like the feeding and burping and diaper changing this time, because you know, when I was working so much, I just, a, a, I don't have boobs to feed them (laughs) and B I wasn't around as much to help out. So this time we're going to try to like pump a little bit more. Um, that way I can feed from a bottle and just take a little bit off Jade's plate um, just because, A, she's, you know, she's going to need sleep. She's going to need to still spend quality time with Emmy, all those things. So I'm just going to really try to be more involved in just those simple things. Um, and I I think that'll be good for me.
1: Yeah, I think I think it'll be an interesting experience for me to watch this time around.
2: Why you, you don't think I can do it?
1: No, no, I, no! I do think you can absolutely. No, it's just with Emerson, it was such a different, a completely different family dynamic. Sure. You know, like it was really me and just me taking care of Emmy, and you kind of coming home and getting to enjoy a little bit. Yeah, by, t- by the
2: time I came home, it was almost for bedtime.
1: Right, and then and then, like you said, then like the weekends, we do all the fun stuff. Right. So I'll
2: be down in the trenches with you, taking grenades. Diaper grenades.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um what makes you feel most confident as a dad?
2: Most confident as a dad? I I don't know, I kind of touched on this earlier. I think I'll be really good, maybe because I feel like I am so black and white. I just feel like I'll be really good giving like good advice once they hit a certain age. Um I think I view things in a pretty logical way and maybe I don't know, maybe that's my maybe that's not a good thing, but I feel like I'll be able to discern and really teach good lessons in a nice way. I don't think I'll be too harsh on them, even though I might be harsh in other aspects of my life. I th- I think I'll be pretty like sweet and soft with my kids, but try to give just really good, solid advice and spend tons of time with them.
1: Yeah. This question kind of ties in then too. Even though he isn't here yet, do you feel different towards having a son than a daughter?
2: Um, Maybe a little bit. Yeah. I, I think before emmy came i would have said yes i feel completely different about a son and a daughter um before i was a dad at all before i had a daughter i kind of viewed them i was like oh man i really want a son i think i'll be closer with them i'll bond with them it'll be more fun things like that but now that emmy's here it's such a special relationship between a dad and their daughter that like i just don't feel like it'll be that different anymore especially when they're little. Kids are kids for the most part. Boys might be a little bit more rambunctious, and girls maybe a little sweeter, and you know things like that. But I don't know. I think it'll be the same when they're little. I really do. I'm, I'm equally as excited. And now that being said, I'm probably more excited for like football and basketball practices than like dance recitals.
1: But what if he doesn't like that stuff? What
2: if he dances and Emmy plays basketball? There you go. That could well, happen. Then I'll be more excited for Emmy stuff. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not gender specific. It's just activity specific. Gotcha.
1: That makes sense. Okay. This is the last question.
2: Last question.
1: What has been your favorite thing about experiencing parenthood together?
2: Um, it sounds silly, but just watching Jade watching you, it's Hmm. you're really, really good at it.
1: You're going to make me cry.
2: Well, you're hormonal and pregnant. It's pretty easy (laughs) to do these days, but glad to make you cry for a happy reason. Um, but no, she, just watching Jade has been great. She, if she's got a hundred things that she does, being a mom is the thing that she is best at. And I firmly believe that she's super sweet with our kids. She truly puts them first and she's just amazing. So I'm really excited to see her bond with her son. I think he'll be a total mama's boy. And I think she'll flourish having two kids and she will have plenty of love to give around and We'll be a great little family unit, and you'll be the leader of it.
1: Do you like parenting with me? Do you like it?
2: Yeah, I, of course I like, like it. Like we have fun sometimes. Yeah, yeah most yeah, <laughs> at least sometimes we'll say yeah. now we, we we do a good job of making sure because I think we do truly put our kids' needs first, and our fun is different now. You know the fun we have. Oh, we're totally mom and dad. Yeah, now. the fun we have is you know we love to watch our kids smile and do th- things that they like. So while our fun is different, it's still fun parenting with you.
1: Yeah, good. That makes me happy to hear.
2: And you do a lot of work, even though I don't acknowledge it. I I see you.
1: Thank you. That's nice. That's nice to hear. Thank you for acknowledging it. (laughs) Well, that pretty much wraps up our Q&A, unless you have anything you're dying to say. I'm off the hot seat. Did you survive? That wasn't that bad. I made it. That wasn't bad at all. People were actually really nice.
2: Anything you would like to add?
1: No, just uh, next time we're, I'm on this podcast, there could be a baby.:
2: Yeah, there could be a baby attached to your boob.
1: That's where he'll be. yeah. it's just crazy. It's like so much excitement, but so much nerves at the same time, you know, is that how you feel?
2: Um, yeah, I just feel like if we I feel like you've been pregnant forever. I have now that I've been home to watch you go through all the pregnancy all the time. I feel like I can't remember you not pregnant. And I just almost feel like, oh, yeah, this is just how life is. This baby's never actually coming. <laughs> I just this keep is, getting
1: bigger yeah. and bigger.
2: So I think oh, I'm, I'm ready. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. So next time you guys, I mean, you'll, we'll have a baby probably. Maybe. Maybe not. And he'll have a name maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> a boy has no name. Yep. So before we go, Tanner, let's look up a dad affirmation because we do affirmations on the podcast. What's, a,
2: what's an affirmation?
1: You don't know what an affirmation is? Not Am I really. teaching you something? Are you gonna Are you gonna absorb this information? Sure. Actually, Tanner, last night did a deep relaxation hypnotherapy track that I listened to on Spotify with yeah. me.
2: Jay's making me do all this, and weird he actually stuff really liked it. Yeah. So I fell asleep quickly.
1: Yeah, it's supposed to. It's supposed to deep state relax you. Okay, Tanner, this is what I'm going to say about affirmations so you understand him. So Tanner's really not a word guy. He doesn't really believe in the power of words when I'm the complete opposite.
2: I like the power of action.
1: Which I agree, but I do wor- believe words are powerful. And it says affirmations are more than just words. They are a form of positive self-talk that carries the power of self-hypnosis with them.
2: Okay, what's a dad? Give me a dad affirmation then.
1: Okay. My legacy life goal is to help my children achieve their dreams.
2: Okay. I like that. I agreed.
1: Okay. Here's a good one. I am actively engaged with my family, and they know I love them because I spend time with them, and I am fully present when I am with them.
2: I mean, I hope they love me, I guess. Sure.
1: Okay. You're just not good at affirmations. I don't, I don't you know did like the other one, the first one.
2: Yeah, I don't know what these are.
1: It's just a nice recognition within yourself that's more that's your truth that sometimes we forget thanks yes you're welcome the universe says you're welcome (laughs) all right guys well thanks for joining us on this episode of mommy and daddy tell all daddy's tell all (laughs) and we will see you next week
2: Pay attention to the uh, Instagrams. I might do a ton of stories when Jade's in that delivery room. I going to film her pushing this baby out. Oh, God. Tune in.
1: <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. From the Westwood One Podcast Network.